The Hard Shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. Susan Kills sitting in for Ivan Yates on the hard shoulder on News Talk this afternoon. Now, this time every week, Ivan is joined by Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist, to steer you through your relationship issues. And Stephanie is with me here today. Stephanie, thanks for joining us on the Hi, bank Susan. holiday. Thank now, you. today we're talking about why people stay in bad relationships. And this is on foot of a new study that's being published in the upcoming November issue of the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. And it showed that a big reason why people stay in relationships they're not necessarily happy about is that they're worried about their partners. So Stephanie do you agree with Mm. the findings of this study that people stay in a relationship they're not happy with but they feel that their partner wants or needs them to stay? Is this something that you'd come across? Yes I think it's um I think it's fair to say that that's a big factor that's in there for people and I think it's often what makes people postpone the decision. So rather than tuning into their own desire and what it is they want and what it is that um, is right or not right for them, that they may be overly tuning in to the partner. And so I think that is an interesting uh, sort of study, an interesting kind of shine the light on, if you like. And um, it allows us, I think, to, to help people to think that through. Number one, maybe... Maybe your perceptions aren't quite right. Maybe maybe the person um, isn't as dependent on you as you think or on the relationship as you think. So that's th- there's a few important things that that need to be looked at because because we often think that you know people only think about themselves. You know that they think about uh, why would I you know why would I stay in this relationship? They think about that, but this is pointing to the fact that complicating that is that they are they are knitting into that worry about the partner. And I think that um, it can be a waste of time. Uh, it can be an overdependence, not only on that person to you, but maybe you on them. So that kind of too much too much of that closeness. We often say in relationships, relationships can be too close. You know, if they're too close well, then they're not that healthy. So there's a whole load of bits there we can talk about. And I think they pointed out in this study that this is actually the first time that it showed that people were taking into consideration the feelings of their partners. So in the past, we may have been more selfish about wanting to get out of a relationship. But this study shows that we're actually being quite selfless in the sense Mm. that maybe we want out, but we're worried that the partner wants to stay in or we're worried about their welfare. Yes, worried about their welfare and worried that people can survive and cope without you. And I mean, it is instinctive if you've loved or liked somebody very much and you're with them a long time or a short time. And obviously, it's more complicated the longer the time. The more It's more complicated the more invested you are. But the reality is nobody wants to hurt the other person. So it does... It does point to that and it is, as you say, it's this altruistic bit that is in play. But I still think you have to question it. Okay, it's there. It's good. It's it's good to know. It's another factor that needs to be thought about. But I think you have to also question it if it's you, the listener. If you're in this position and you are thinking, you know, um, I'm, I'm in this. I know it's not good for me. I know it's a situation that um, it's not making me happy. I'm not feeling really good in it, but I'm worried about him or vice versa. He's worried about her. Absolutely. The first the first thing I thought of when I read this study was resentment. Like surely nobody mm. wants to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with them. And well, surely right. there will be an awful lot of resentment then in the relationship if you were staying for all those wrong yes. reasons. Yes. Or, you know, it can be, you know, the psychology of us is, is kind of convoluted as, as you point to there. Yes, there can be a kind of an almost an unspoken and maybe even a resentment that the person can become aware of. Is there a little bit of martyrdom in it? You know, you know, I'm doing this for you and I'm doing that 
just not the very good basis for a, a relationship. I also think that people deserve their best shot at the right person for them and if you are second if you are if you are sort of accepting this person on the basis that you feel they can't cope without you or they can't cope if you leave well is that a good basis think about that so there's a few few things in there that are sort of like um like knitting they're kind of stitched mm. in there that that need to be looked at um one of the things i would say is that people are responsible i suppose i find myself saying it very often in therapy you are responsible for your own happiness and your own well-being you have to play a part in it you have to take the steps and and take the actions that make a difference so are you not responsible for someone else's happiness then? no you're not responsible for somebody else's happiness you are absolutely responsible for making the right decisions for you. And the idea is that you are two happy people together. Mm. Not that I rely on you to make me happy or vice versa. Love makes us happy, of course. Lovely relationships, somebody loving you and respecting you and liking you and enjoying your time, the time together and all that. Fabulous. And that's what we all want. But if you if you settle down, as they say, yeah. you yeah, settle you're for settled. less. Yeah, you're not just settling for less for you. You're settling for less for that person too because you are really, you know, letting you're suggesting to them that they are the one for you. And if they're not the one for you, then you need to be thinking differently about it. Okay, so if some of our listeners are feeling like this and they feel like maybe they've settled or they feel like they've come to terms with the fact that they want out of a relationship, but they're very, very worried about the effect, a knock-on effect it will have on their partner because they're perceiving that they need them to survive and to enjoy life. What would be your advice for them? Well, I would say two things. I'd reiterate what we just said there, which is that you are responsible and your partner is responsible for their own happiness and their own well-being. If you feel that they need help or support. For example, let's say it was let's say there is a depression in place and I would I would meet that quite a bit where 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 a partner or you know the couple would be in a relationship and they feel there's a depression and they don't want to withdraw although they you know they feel the relationship is over. Well, you know, what you can do is you can help that person to access the right help for the kinds of problems that they may have. And I think that's a caring thing to do. But staying with them and saying nothing is not necessarily the caring thing to do. So so taking action and often, often just that that one movement of look, I really like you, but I don't think our relationship is going to flourish. So I, you know, I want to step out of this, but I don't want to hurt you. I think all of those things can be said. That can be an important turn in the road for a person. You maybe would be pointing out to them that actually this depression and your bad mood or your overpossessiveness or whatever it is is playing a very negative part in relationships with me, and therefore they may be able to see it and do something about it for the future. So. So you can be what you call ending something can be a very positive step. And I think that's the point that I would be pointing out to them. This can be a new beginning, a way for them. You can be helping them to move towards help, move towards getting, making the right steps in their life. So I would definitely encourage people at that level. I would, yeah. It, I, I suppose it, what I'd be thinking here would be that that's, it, you know, you, you could definitely, um, you know, have that approach to it. But I think all of these things and all breakups are made much more difficult the longer people have been together and also then if there's things to consider like children mainly but also then you know a house finances investment trying to to take you know trying to separate all of your lives basically so it is much much harder I guess the longer you've been together Yes, it is. There is no two ways about it. It is the the the, it, the factors that, that com- complicate the extraction from a relationship are, of course, the level of the level of love, the level of emotional investment, the financial investment, time investment, all those things, and they also 
unfortunately, the psychology of us is that that we the more time we give something, the more we are inclined to value it and to find it more difficult to to move out and step away from mm. and make a decision against it. You know that whole factor of the endowment factor yeah. and the endowment effect. And so it really is important that people think. We spoke quite a bit about this at one point in um, in the relationship slot about people sliding into different phases of relationships, you know, just sort of living together because, well, it's easier than and it's cheaper and, you know, making sim- sort of very non, non-distinct decisions about the relationship rather than saying, I want to be with you and you want to be with me and this is a good, now we're moving to this phase of our relationship. You know what I mean? Kind of shifting, making mm. a distinct shift rather than sliding into it. And this points to exactly why. Because if you slide forward in the relationship and now you are in a much more serious situation and a much more di- it's much more difficult to step back out of than if you're living on your own and they're living on their own and you want to step away. So children, of course, is the other enormous factor. And if a couple are not necessarily married, but married is obviously the the, the the more more grievous one. But I suppose here I was thinking lighter in terms of relationships, you know, shorter term relationships. But if there are children, that is the huge factor. But the, I think when people say I worry about them, what I hear is that they worry that they can survive without the relationship, that they can survive without the person and that they feel they will fall apart. And let's be straight, some people do fall apart. And it is, I think, I would just encourage people to in to try and get their partners to stand on their own two feet, both within the relationship and outside it. We've got to be strong enough to be in it and out of it. OK, words of wisdom there from Stephanie Regan, clinical psychotherapist. Thanks for joining us, Stephanie. And if anybody does have problems, uh, Stephanie will be back with Ivan next week. So you can mail us at thehardshoulder at newstalk.com or text us at 53106. Now we'll be back to talk about how you can keep your pets safe this Halloween. 